0: This is Holy Family School of Faith. So welcome to our rosary meditation. I am blessed to be with Sandy, my wife. We're rosary on the road at the CIGICS. And did I pronounce that right? Close enough. Close enough? Say it correctly. Say it correctly. CIGICS. CIGIC. 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 And I I am with... Joel. Joel and Will. Will. Gabe. Gabe. Adam. Adam. I, I am with. We don't care about the parents. <laughs> I'm with the most awesome young men this evening who have been praying the rosary and built a strong habit. And the Mother of God is very pleased with them. So it's a joy to be with them. So let's begin in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And let's call to mind all those that we've promised to pray for. May 29th is a feast of Pope St. Paul VI, the Pope from 1963 to 1978, who guided the Church through the Second Vatican Council and who had the wisdom, foresight and courage to give the world arguably the most controversial and prophetic teaching on the transmission of human life, humana vitae. The essence of his teaching is this. Marriage, sex and babies belong together and in that order. Doesn't seem like you should have to teach the world that, but he did. And God has brought about these three things together and tied them in a tight knot to reveal to the world his own eternal mystery of life-giving love and to ensure the flourishing of individuals, families, and societies. Contraception severs the ties between marriage, sex, and babies with devastating consequences, all of which Paul VI prophesied. If you separate sex from babies, you also separate sex from marriage in principle and in practice. Sex leads to babies, and when you maintain that, we intuit readily that people having sex should be those and only those who are committed to embracing the consequence of sex, which is children. Sex leads to babies. That should be no surprise. So who should be having sex? Only those who are committed to raising babies. That commitment has always been marriage. But as soon as you sever sex from babies, you also sever sex from the commitment to marriage. That is why the divorce rate skyrocketed from 20% to over 50% once contraception was universally accepted, while simultaneously marriages have declined by two-thirds since 1968. Divorce and the breakdown of marriage and family, the fundamental cell of society, are the direct negative consequence of contraception. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And
1: forgive us our trespasses, and as we forgive those who trespass against us. And we not temptation, but deliver us from
0: evil. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. The word matrimony literally means the call to motherhood. Its root is matriarchy, motherhood. If we remove the call to motherhood from the sexual equation, then the goal of sex becomes pleasure. When sexual pleasure becomes the goal of sex rather than children, then other human beings become objects for sexual pleasure. Once the relationship is based on pleasure, rather than the commitment to marriage and family, The relationship will only last if the pleasure lasts. If sex is separated from babies, then it is also separated from the unitive good of marriage. Then the woman becomes an object for pleasure. And once the pleasure is gone, then there's nothing to hold the marriage together. Now you can begin to see why Pope Paul VI prophesied that contraception would lead to a rapid rise in divorce, pornography, and the degradation of women's rights. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy Thank kingdom come, you. thy will be done, on earth as it is mm-hmm. in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and, and forgive us our, trespasses, our trespasses, trespasses,
1: trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And, and leave us not into temptation, temptation, but, but deliver, deliver us from evil. From
0: evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. As it, As it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and shall be for without end. Amen. Oh my Jesus. Forgive us our sins,
1: save us in the fires of hell, and lead all souls to heaven, heaven especially those who must be thy mercy.
0: mercy. Marital infidelity is one consequence of contraception. Why is that? Throughout human history, the fear of an unwanted pregnancy was a main deterrent to infidelity. With contraception and abortion, we remove that fear and the deterrent that is why the rates of adultery have also skyrocketed the fear of an unwanted pregnancy was also the main deterrent for premarital sex take away the deterrent with contraception and we have the skyrocketing of premarital sex since 1968 but it's also well known that no method of contraception is hundred percent effective therefore We concluded in our society that we needed a so-called safety net when contraception fails. That's why we've insisted on abortion. Because if the child was not wanted before conception, the child will not be wanted after conception. We will never end abortion until we end contraception. But we don't seem ready to deal with that in our society yet. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be, or world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, amen. save us from the fires of hell, amen. and lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. If sex is about pleasure and not about children, then why get married at all? Thus, marriages have plummeted by two-thirds since 1970, while at the same time divorce rising from 20 to 50%. Now that we've separated marriage, sex, and babies, every first world country is under replacement level for children. So we are quite literally making ourselves extinct. It takes 2.15 children for each woman just to keep your population at zero growth. The birth rate in America is currently at 1.7 because of contraception, abortion, sterilization of men and women refusal to get married, and the rise of divorce. No society can economically sustain itself if it will not have children. No society can sustain itself in anything if it won't have children. There's just a tipping point statistically where a population is not retrievable. We may see, by the end of this century, the wholesale extinction of Japanese, of Italians, of Germans. Why? Because they chose not to have children. And we may see Europe, within 30 years, 100% Muslim. Not because of Jihad but because of the refusal to have children. Imagine the great warriors like Don Juan of Austria, at the Battle of Lepanto, and King Jan Sobieski at the Battle of Vienna, willing to give their lives to save Christianity and fight off the Muslim invasion. Now, out of cowardice, we just choose not to have children. The refusal to have children is societal and cultural suicide. Don't you see, my friends? The devil wants to destroy the fundamental cell of society, marriage and family, so that he can destroy everything. The devil has only one obsession, to destroy. The sad thing is, no one is forcing us to do this. We are killing ourselves. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our
1: trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from
0: evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and shall be, be, world without end. end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, and lead all souls to heaven,
1: especially those that must need thy mercy.
0: Finally, Pope St. Paul VI prophesied that when we break apart marriage, sex, and babies, we end up redefining all three. Babies become a clump of cells we can get rid of, Sex becomes simply an exchange of pleasure, in which gender is meaningless and changeable, and marriage becomes a governmental stamp of approval on whatever your preference of pleasure exchange might be. As I said, this was all predicted in Pope Paul VI's letter in 1968, prophesying the devastating consequences of contraception. He foresaw that if we give in to the widespread use of contraception, it would result in the lowering of morality, We've experienced that with the sexual revolution. That men would lose respect for women and treat them as objects for pleasure. We've seen that with the explosion of pornography and its addiction, and even worse, sex trafficking. The governments would use contraception and abortion as weapons to control other countries, demanding that those countries accept the policies of contraception, sterilization, and abortion, or they would not receive economic aid. And finally, people would come to believe that they had unlimited power over their own bodies as we see today in abortion. I have a right to do with my body and the unborn baby's body whatever I want. And I can choose my gender and the gender of my partners. The Catholic Church is the only institution on the planet upholding God's plan for marriage, sex, and family. It is the only plan that leads to faithful marriages, the protection of the unborn, respect for women, the health of families, and the environment necessary for a child to flourish and reach their potential. All of this is the foundation for society to flourish. If you would like to learn more about the Catholic Church's teaching in this area, go to ChristopherWestandthecoreproject.com ChristopherWestandthecoreproject.com If you have have participated in any of the sinful practices I've mentioned, you are certainly not alone and in no way outside of the loving grasp of the merciful hands of God. If this is something in your past, then tell God you are truly sorry and receive His mercy and healing through the Sacrament of Reconciliation. If this is something in your present, then ask God for the grace of conversion. You will be greatly aided in this process also through the Sacrament of Reconciliation. Finally, I want to offer this decade for the parents of Mary who had the courage and the love and the sacrifice to have eight children, Mary of whom is number seven. Without going as far as number seven, then these four young, awesome men would not exist. So we offer this decade for your parents, whose names are? Jackie and Lou. And for your parents? Ron and Connie. We offer it for them. And we offer it that you, young men, will have the courage to change our culture. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Give us this day our daily bread, and, bread, and, and forgive and us our, our trespasses. trespasses